The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Yes, that's right. Ashley Narkin is back with me, the TV chef and the mindful eating coach. And this week we're talking about pasta. Very short conversation this week. Yeah. I'll tell you everything you need to know about pasta. There's five types of pasta. There's shells, spirals, spaghetti, fat spaghetti and normal pasta. And bowls. And then you cook it in water and then you put dalmio on it. Bob's your uncle, Fanny's your aunt. Kids are fed. Listen, I'm out of here. Good yeah, luck. Exactly. Have a great Listen, week. That's it. Lots still to come. The hard shoulder. Don't go anywhere. <laughs> um, You're not getting away that easy. No mm. way. I'm going to bring you through the A to almost Z of a dictionary of pasta words that we need to know. And I'm oh, going right. to give you three stunning pasta dishes. Do you want to test me on some of the pasta words? There, yes. Test me. Okay, let's go. Um, Alfredo. Uh, Alfredo chicken Alfredo I don't know what that means Alfredo is creamy sauce butter oh, cream right. parmesan and garlic okay okay um, let's see cannelloni uh, oh yeah cannelloni is like the long kind of they nearly look kind of like three mini burritos on your plate when you order yes. them in Rinicini's in Kilkenny oh, and yeah. I always get them and there's beef in them but I you don't do the spinach and ricotta ones oh sorry there is maybe that in them as well I don't know Anyway. Listen, cannelloni is a bit of hard work. I mean, it's like lasagna, isn't it? But it's yeah. just like rolled up. But it's kind of rolled up lasagna, like, actually. Yeah, if you're going out, it's lovely to have it. But if you have to make it at home, it's a little bit of faff, to be Which fair. That's why I've never made it oh, at I home. Imagine. But I do order it in Renatini's. <laughs> okay, do you want one more? Yeah, give me one more. Okay, see if I can get one Pan grattato. Oh, come on. It's more Ashley. of an Italian word, actually, than even a pasta word. But yeah. I thought you'd give me an easy one, like al dente or something. Okay, go on, pa- al dente. Pa- that's kind of like semi-cooked. It's kind of hard still yeah. a bit. With a bit of bite is what they um, say. So, or pasta solo. Remember that ad? Pasta solo. Do you remember the ad for Don Mio where they just wanted pasta on its own oh, and I then do. they brought their own sauce? Yes, yes. Sorry, what was the one you did quiz me on? Pan grattato. Pan grattato. So something to do with bread. Well done. Fr- grattato. Um, something about free bread I don't know you're kind of close it is crispy crunchy breadcrumbs okay. that you put on the top of bread normally they're flavoured with garlic and rosemary a little bit of lemon maybe in there okay. stunning so I'm going to get you to taste that today All actually right. well I've proved delish. my ignorance I think uh, <laughs> there so um Tell me about more than this A to Z. Where do you want to start? So we've got al dente. So when you're cooking your pasta, it should be with a little bit of bite. Okay. Okay. So I suppose in the supermarkets at the moment, we're seeing a lot of pasta. We have our standard dried pasta. We have what we're seeing more of, which is your bronze dye pasta. We have fresh pasta. Bronze dye basically means that when the dough is made, it is extruded. So to get your shapes, your spaghetti, your bucatini, your tagliatelle, whatever it is, it's extruded almost like through like a shower head with different okay. cutters. Yeah. Um, and sometimes th- those can be like plastic cutters or there's bronze dye ones, which are, so dye is another word for cutters. So they're made from bronze. Um, supposedly it gives you a slightly more rustic edge, a little bit kind of, so it grips the sauce a little bit better, oh, um, okay. a little bit more artisan. That's kind of what they're indicating. Right. Um, we have our fresh pasta which some people really like at home and some people are terrified of because it only takes two to three minutes three to four minutes max to cook and we kind of have a tendency to go really? Could it be done that quickly? And we leave it four to five I'll six minutes I'll just leave it for another few uh, minutes it's there, mush. just to be safe It's mush It's not velvety anymore It's mush So that's a big kind of issue with that one um, So yeah there I suppose all of our different types of pasta when we're, when we're cooking them at home They would say that for 500 grams of pasta you should use five litres of water and five grams of salt is a kind of a guide okay. for how you're cooking your pasta Never put salt in my pasta when I'm cooking it Do you not? No just a waste of salt. Um, yeah, I guess there's always going to be salt in whatever else you're putting on it. Yeah. And depending on the sauce and the level of 
flavour you're going to with a sauce. Sometimes you might need the salt and a lot of times you don't need the salt. Yeah. If you were doing something like, we're starting with A, by the way, in our dictionary okay. here. Aglio e olio. I'm going to be like Basil Fawlty, by the way, for the majority of this now. Well, something has olive oil in it or olives. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know what aglio is. It is so simple. It is basically spaghetti. Oh. Warm olive oil, really low, gentle heat, flakes of um, garlic in there. Okay. Cook your garlic really low and slow in your olive oil, over your pasta, parsley, three minute dinner, done. That's it. It's a little stunner. Yeah. It's a lovely little oh, one. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that's that one. Al forno to bake in the oven. So your lasagna, sometimes on menus we see lasagna al forno. So that means it's just baked in the oven. So it's kind of a nice restauranty word to put on. What I do is a beautiful palpetti al forno. Meatballs. Okay. Or just bechamel, creamy lasagna sauce over the top. Yeah. Cheese. And then you just bake that in the oven. Top tips for meatballs. Where's the actually. pasta in that? You serve it on the side. Oh, So you can serve right. it on a bed of tagliatelle or spaghetti or whatever you oh, want. Okay. Um, meatballs, if you make them at home. A couple of top tips. Never only use beef. Use a combination of half beef, half Horse. pork. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> pork. That was, that was the big story a few years ago. Remember that? It was. It was. Anyway. Stick to pork. Pork and beef. Pork and beef. Use about a 5% fat um, to 7% fat. The, the, you know, it's nicer. Um, and it kind of keeps them juicy. And the other thing, which is a real little Italian secret, is no egg in your meatballs. You don't oh. need egg to bind them. You use stale bread soaked in milk. So okay. The milk has a little bit of lactic acid in it. That tenderizes the meat as they cook, so it keeps them really juicy, really, really moist. There's All my right. two top tips for meatballs. Okay, that sounds like a nice way of doing uh, meatballs. Uh, so there's our A's. What about our B's? Um, let me see. Oh, I love this one. Buta la pasta. Buta la pasta. So when you're booting it down the motorway home, yeah. and you're nearly home, you've had a long day, you're starving, and you ring home, buta la pasta means I'm almost home, Throw the pasta in the water. I'll be there in five minutes. Oh, is that what it means? That's what it means. That's what Isn't they it say. a great one? Buta I love la it. Pasta. Buta la pasta. I think that's a great one altogether. Um, another one then is, I suppose we have colare, which is to strain your pasta. So if you want to bring a few Italian words into your cooking your pasta at home, that's a lovely one. Mm-hmm. Capelli d'Angelo. So this is angel hair pasta. We see very little of this in Ireland. It's a real American thing. Angel hair pasta. Angel hair Alfredo is everywhere in America. Okay. Um, so it's really super, super thin. So imagine um, your spaghetti, but much thinner. Oh, right. Yeah. And the lovely word for it is capelli. Capelli d'Angelo. It's okay. very, it's, it's yeah, very never, Florence, isn't it? I've never seen it. it. Never tasted it. Really, um, yeah. The other big one is cacio e pepe. This was a huge pasta trend, like last year, this year, everywhere you went, every influencer was having or showing it on Instagram. Okay. Um, it's basically really simple. It's pecorino, which is sheep's cheese, like Parmesan cheese, so it's a hard cheese, mm-hmm. mixed with uh, black pepper over spaghetti. That was it. Um, that's oh, it? That's it. Sheep's cheese and black pepper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With a little bit of your pasta water. So the starch from the pasta water thickens up the kind of the cheese. And it's so simple. Wow. Um, Again, it's kind of one of those ones that has to be done right. So the pasta has to be beautifully cooked. The cheese has to be lovely and aged. I do a really nice one um, and it's on my website as well. And it's with burnt butter, walnuts and sage. So you brown your butter in the pan, toss in your walnuts, little couple of sage leaves mm. and then your black pepper, your pecorino and toss that over your pasta. It's beautiful. Do you make your own pasta? I don't. No? I don't. I used, um, as in when I teach classes, cookery class, when I'm in my cookery school, it's a gorgeous thing to learn how to do. I waste have, of time. Ah, listen, I have three small children. Like I've, I've got yeah. a business to run. I do not have time to make my own pasta. So I do try though and buy the best I can buy in the supermarket. Okay. Um, and I think there's a difference. Like if I'm having a beautiful pasta dish, 
Saturday night, glass of wine kind of thing, I'm going to have a gorgeous egg pasta, maybe fresh pasta, bronze dye, like really, really nice. Yes. If I'm going to lunchtime and I'm kind of doing a pasta salad or something like that, I am so happy to go with our pasta alternatives. We spoke about this as back in January. It's kind of one of the big foodie trends for 2023. Yeah. Lentil pasta, uh, pea pasta. We've seen always like whole grain pasta, which is great because you're increasing your fibre, you're getting your carbs in, which is lovely. But our alternatives to that are, like I said, lentil pasta, um, pea pasta. Would I have it as a gorgeous meal on a Saturday night? No, I wouldn't. Are you going to see it in restaurant menus? Life no, you're is not. too short for pea pasta. You know, oh, come on. you're getting your protein in. You're getting your fibre in. Yeah, but food is not fuel. No, it's not. It's to be enjoyed. It is. Uh, eat some peas if you're that desperate for it. <laughs> you know? I like it. I'm good for it. I think a little oh. bit of pesto, a little bit of a salad tossed through for lunch. It's going to keep you full. It's got your fibre, your protein. I like it as an option. But like I said, I wouldn't have it on a Saturday night. Gnocchi. 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 Uh, not a fan. Same. The only pasta now I wouldn't eat. And is it even pasta? Ara, it's not really pasta. It's potato. Yeah. Mixed with flour. That's it's not, pasta. not really pasta. And you know what it is for me? It's a textural thing. And like people And potatoes already come perfectly formed. You don't totally. need to no. like break it down and then reconstitute it. I agree wholeheartedly. Gnocchi is one that can like disappear for yeah, me. I have I no interest. So. I want to tell you about scarpetta though. Okay. It's a fabulous word. Scarpetta is you know when you've had a gorgeous bowl of pasta and it's all saucy and you've got a little bit left at the end of that sauce and you're oh, thinking, yeah. do I lick the bowl? Do I pick up the bowl? What do I do? You don't. You get your scarpetta, which is bread. Get yourself mm. a hunk of bread, clean that bowl oh, out with that bread. To do. And that's what scarpe- scarpetta why you should is. Never eat. It's why people, the fatal mistake people make is eat, they eat all their garlic bread first. You've got to keep that bread till the end. Novice. Keep one last little bit Absolutely. at the side. So what do we have in front of us? We have three beautiful dishes today. First, we have, I'm going going to start you with the ragu. So this is a slow cooked ragu. We have three different types of pasta. This is your bog standard dried tagliatelle pasta, but the ragu is delicious. Now it's not overly saucy. One of the things we tend to do here in Ireland when we make pasta is we oversauce everything. A lot of times in Italy, this, it's not like dripping in sauce. This is a shin of beef. There's shin of beef, tomato mm. puree, there's a little bit of brandy, carrot, onion, celery, leeks, lots of garlic, tomato puree, um, and a stock. And that's slow cooked for eight hours. Mm. So I'm not using mince, which is really unusual. Yeah, it's, it's like pulled beef, Exactly. Basically. That's exactly what it's like. It's like pulled beef, but it just slow cooks, pulls it apart, mm. and it's really lovely. And I finish that with a little bit of black garlic salt. Um, so it's an Irish product, really, really lovely. And then a sprinkle of Parmesan over the top. And actually, one thing I did today was there's not a scrap of basil in the studio. Normally, when we do pasta, we just think basil, 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 garnish yeah. the gallows. I've garnished everything with flat leaf parsley. Okay. And it's, it, it works with Italian pasta dishes. It's really, really nice. Mm. Um, your pasta is cooked al dente, so it has that little bit of bite still in it. But it's, so I'm interested to see what you'll think of that versus the fresh pasta. Okay. Which is fresh tagliatelle as well. Mm, well, that was delicious. That's really, really nice. It's a lovely ragu. It's a lovely one to do. And I would say, particularly this time of year when we're getting back into routines and schedules, like cook once, batch it. Do yeah. a double batch. Have it in the freezer. Make a lasagna out of it the next week or just do the same again. And is the shin of beef easy to cook? Yeah. Oh, slow cooker. Put it in. A eight slow hours. slow cooker died. Oh, can my I recommend... Wife, my wife said this morning, I said, you know what, I'll treat you. I'll buy you a slow <laughs> cooker. 
<laughs> that's that's what you want your husband I'm to tell you. I tell I'm you what, so I tell you. That's it. Yeah, you, you stay there now. I'll go out and buy you a slow cooker. <laughs> but let me tell you, if you're getting we a need slow a Hoover cooker. or an iron or anything, what am I? Steamer, yeah. <laughs> yeah well, what else yeah. can I get you? One of those mops that steams the floor. No, do not do that. Um, this is fresh tagliatelle okay. pasta, our next dish. I want to eat a bit of the pasta on its own, actually. So this is done with caramelised, slow-cooked caramelised onions. Goat's cheese. Oh, you can really smell the goat's cheese. It's delicious. Pui lentils and beautiful organic kale. It's delicious. It is. I'm not sure if there's a huge difference in the pasta. No. Is there? Uh, And this is the thing. I don't think there is. It's a little bit more velvety. It's a little bit softer. I don't notice a huge, huge difference in it. Um, Like I said, for handiness, if you want dinner done in three minutes, amazing. It's cooked. The other pasta takes 12 to 15 minutes. If you're not in that much of a panic, like it's a little bit different in colour. It's kind of a little bit of a brighter yellow colour. It's a little bit softer. Um, Personally, yeah, I don't see a massive, a massive difference in it. Mm. What's lovely about this dish is you're kind of using up the bits. This is a Thursday night dinner in my eyes. There's a bit of goat cheese hanging around the end of the fridge. There's always a few onions in the press. There's a little bit of maybe kale or spinach that wasn't used up during the week. Um, and it's, it's about the cooking technique. Once you slow cook those onions, oil and butter, they take about 20 minutes. But put those on and then potter. Do your other mm. jobs. Cook your kale. Just wilt it down ever so slightly. Like I said, you've got the goat's cheese. And the lentils are your protein in there. So you don't have to rely on meat all the time to get yes. your protein in. Um, and they're beautiful. They're green. They're like lentils there or pui lentils. They're kind of, they're a slightly different variation. But they're a convenient packet that you buy in the supermarket already cooked. Yes, okay. I I didn't go cooking those from scratch. You could, but as a little hack, it's a great way to get your protein in and it really adds to the pasta Mm. dish, so it's really tasty. I love that one. Mm. What you say these crunchy bits are? They are your um, pan grattato. Oh, these are our pan grattatos. So it's brioche bread fried in a little bit of butter oil. You've got lemon zest in there. You've got garlic, flat leaf parsley, salt and black pepper. Oh yeah, they're tasty. Aren't they? Without being as kind of as... I find croutons... Uh, like when they're appearing I just find them incongruous they're too crunchy yeah they are Yeah, they don't match with the levels of kind of creamy dressing or your salad that you have whereas these are soft and that's why I do brioche because it adds just this tiny pang of sweetness that pairs really really well with the onions but then you've got the kind of that lovely texture so they don't go too crunchy which is really really nice oh that was really good okay our final dish of the day is putanesca (laughs) So puttanesca is very like arrabbiata. So they're a spicy tomato-based pasta sauce. Okay. Now. Um, kind of spicy. No, not too spicy. Okay. And that's why I didn't make you arrabbiata because I know you don't like too spicy. Oh, no. So arrabbiata is your really spicy one. You've got garlic, tomato, red chilli, right? And it, it's spicier. Whereas my the puttanesca that I've done is a tuna and yeah. spinach puttanesca. What type of pasta is this? That is, um, in my house, we call that curly hair pasta. Yeah. Um, it is like, um, it's almost like a bucatoni, which is like a really thick tube pasta with a hole down the centre of it. Um, but it's, so it's lungy, so it's... It's, it's long so it's it's like a really curly long pasta essentially oh it has the whole oh I see that yeah, yeah. okay it's beautiful it's lovely it's yeah it's, it's a really little different and the pasta. idea behind the whole is that it holds the sauce in yeah, yeah holds the sauce in and it's just interesting it's it's quite an interesting kind of playful texture in your mouth mm. as well which is really nice so this one it is olive oil in your pan Top tip, low and slow. Start that olive oil low and slow. You're almost melting the essential oils out of the garlic into the olive oil. Into that goes half a teaspoon of chilli. Wearing a white shirt. I know, yeah. Um, White shirts and pasta. Tomato pasta, never a good idea. 
Um, so you've got your garlic, you've got your chilli. So there's only half a teaspoon of chilli flakes in the whole recipe. So it's just that undercurrent. Like it's not too yeah, spicy. You do, yeah, you can taste them. But yeah. uh, even someone like me now. A little bit of heat. Can handle it. So there's fresh cherry tomatoes in there. And what the base of that sauce is, is a tin of cherry tomatoes. Okay. Up until about a year and a half ago, these were so difficult to get in the supermarket. Last year and a half, loads of the supermarkets are selling them. Tin of cherry tomatoes. They just bring a different vibe to a tomato sauce. Really, really nice. Mm. Never forget if you're using passata, tin of tomatoes, cherry tomatoes, you always have to season with a little bit of sugar, brown sugar, to balance it out. Now... Forgive me in advance, but I'm just going to do what I know my kids will do, right? Mmm. You can actually suck the whole way through the curly thing. Like <laughs> there you it's a go. Straw. <laughs> it's like dipping your tea, dipping the um, yeah. chocolate fingers in your tea. Yeah. Same vibe. Um, so yeah, what I did then was tuna. So there's tuna in sunflower oil gone in there, a whole tin of tuna. Um, and I used the olive oil from the tuna because it has that gorgeous flavour. So oh, you, you're yes. cooking it in olive oil anyway. I've wilted in a little bit of spinach into the end of that and capers. So the secret to puttanesca is capers, black olives and your tomatoes. And then, mm. like I said, I added the tuna. I think that's one of the tastiest dishes I've had in so long. It's that lovely. is really, really, really delicious. Um, how often and how many times a week are you cooking pasta in your house? We do it once. Is that all? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I tried to limit it, but it's too handy. You see, that's the problem. Yeah. It, you could end up doing pasta three days a week. My kids would often bring it to school for their lunch. Brilliant idea. Yeah, green or red. That's the option. Very green, good. Green or red pasta, and um, he will always take green, and she will take red. Um, means you have got to mix everything separately. But anyway, it's a great idea, though. It is a great idea. And they have those little... Um, the tubs, the flasks that keep flasks it warm. Flasks yes. the word I couldn't think of. Yeah. Uh, that keeps it hot. Yeah, yeah. it's great. Yeah. They're brilliant. Yeah. They're a great little one. And you could even try and bring in a little bit of lentil pasta this year. You'd never know how that Bago might go. go away <laughs> pea pasta. I, I, do you know what? They would throw it back in my face and I'd be proud of them for doing it. Oh, Ashling Larkin, uh, TV chef and the Mindful Eating Coach. Ashling, as always, thank you very much. And we will talk to you again at the same time next week. Lots still to come on the hard shoulder. Don't go anywhere. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk.